The Hoosiers are not just back in the NCAA tournament. They are winning games in the NCAA tournament. They open their postseason with a first four-game victory against Wyoming on Tuesday. Trace Jackson Davis was dominant. Jordan Geronimo was huge. Mike Woodson's first uh, real postseason win for the Hoosiers. A lot to talk about to recap in today's episode. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, guys? This is Locked On Hoosiers, your daily one-stop shop for everything IU athletics. What a fun night to be podcasting. Uh, The Hoosiers are victorious in their first NCAA tournament game in six years. It was a fun one. It was a stressful one, but any victory is fun. We'll be talking all about that today. I'm your host, as always, Jacob Rood. want to thank you guys for making Locked On Hoosiers both part of your day and your first listen every day. Uh, reminder that we're free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, where we premiere the episode 7 a.m. every day. Uh, so you guys can go check those out over there as well. Also a reminder, you can subscribe to the podcast wherever you guys listen to podcasts at. We are available literally everywhere. Also follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Hoosiers. We've been doing uh, some Twitter spaces at halftimes of games. Did it as well on Tuesday. It, it helped alleviate some of the stress. I talked myself into Indiana being fine by the end of that. So hope to get more people in there and eventually kind of having more interaction in those. So make sure you follow us over on Twitter. Ultimately ended up being a fun night, even if it was also a stressful one for the Hoosiers. Uh, They come away with a 66 to 58 victory over Wyoming to kick off their first four play their NCAA tournament. This one's going to go down as uh, I guess kind of two parts for one. Trace Jackson Davis, 29 points, nine rebounds in his uh, NCAA tournament debut. Dominant, unstoppable. We'll talk a a bit more about that. Maybe equally parts impressive, definitely needed, was Jordan Geronimo's 15 points and seven rebounds. Saw Jordan Geronimo game get thrown around a little bit for this one. Feels weird to say that on a night when Trace almost had 30, but... You can't understate how important Jordan Geronimo was in this game. If we're, if we're going to start anywhere, though, I think it's it's best to start on the defensive side of the ball where the Hoosiers were as dominant as I expected them to be. The offense was always going to kind of come and go. The defense was going to travel, though, and it absolutely did to Dayton. Shout out to the fans there. Uh, that was a home game, and I, I anticipated it would be. That was a home game for the Hoosiers. Uh, Defensively, Indiana holds Wyoming to just 43% shooting, and they absolutely dominate the glass. Uh, Offensively, at least, 15-7 to rebounding advantage. It's 39-30 overall. Some of those came late in the game as Indiana made it interesting late, missing some free throws, fouling some three-point shooters, uh, kept us on our toes all the way to the very end. Uh, but the biggest thing when you look at the defense, 18 turnovers for, for Wyoming. Team that came in only averaging 12 a game. 
forces, um, I believe that many in the first half. Hunter Maldonado was struggling on the night. He had 10 of those. Graham E.K. had five. Uh, those two, one of the highest scoring duos in the nation, got their 38 points, which was right about what they were averaging. Took them 30 shots to do it. And you're going to take that every day of the week if you're the Hoosiers, especially when it comes with 15 turnovers and uh, EK being in foul trouble on night. EK was in foul trouble because Trace Jackson Davis was dominant. Unstoppable, every adjective you want to use. He did not look like somebody afraid of the moment. 29 points, 9 rebounds, 10 of 16 shooting, 9 of 11 at the free throw line. Uh, immediately was getting guys into foul trouble in the first half. EK had foul trouble. Hunter Thompson, who made a surprise start, was in foul trouble. Uh, nobody could stop him. We knew it was going to be a battle in the post. Um, we spoke with Andrew on uh, Tuesday's episode previewing Wyoming, and just from what we could tell, this was going to be a game played out in the post. Trace versus EK went fully Trace's way. With all due respect to, to Graham EK, to the Mountain West Conference, he ain't seen nobody like Trace Jackson Davis this year, and he was dominant. And uh, Trace gave EK some fits offensively. I thought EK really had to work to get the baskets he had. Uh, Trace was incredible on both sides of the ball, but defensively never got into foul trouble. You, he knew it was going to be a battle all night long. And that was kind of my one big fear was that Trace was going to get into early foul trouble and the Hoosiers were going to be backs against the wall in a do or die game. Trace had one foul the whole game. He did not commit a foul in the second half. Uh, he was as disciplined, as good, as smart as he's been all season long. Uh, when Indiana really had nothing going for it for most of the night outside of him, um, he was able to, to steady the ship, and realistically, he carries IU to a victory here. There were brief moments where some guys stepped up, really helped out. Jordan Geronimo, we're absolutely going to talk about here in a minute. He was kind of the exception to all this. He was, he was incredible. Um, but Trace just, he's been the steadying ship all year long. To think that a year ago, a year ago Tuesday, Archie Miller was fired. I would say a year ago Tuesday is when Trace had nine toes out the door, as he said, and was ready to go to the NBA and try things out there. Fast forward a year, and he's nearly dropping a 30-point double-double in his NCAA tournament debut. Remarkable game from him. Again, we've talked a lot about kind of his legacy throughout the year, especially in this postseason. He is just kind of cementing it more and more as we go. Uh, he gets Indiana back into the tournament with his Big Ten tournament. He gets Indiana a win in the first four. They spoke after the game. They didn't feel like they should be in the first four. It was out of their control, and they took care of business anyway. So remarkable performance from him and everything you would want from your star player in that one. We got to talk about Jordan Geronimo because that man was incredible when three days ago it looked like he might be lost for the season. Before we dive into that, Guys, I love March Madness, and I love those brackets, but I really can't remember the last time I actually went deep or even won money. Hedging my bets this year with Stat Heroes NCAA Pick'em Contest. Stat Heroes NCAA Single Game Pick'ems pits the star players 
against each other in an amazing hybrid between fantasy and sports gambling. Start focusing on the players you know best with a gameplay that doesn't rely on big spreads, long odds, or funky props. Stat Hero gives you the advantage, resulting in their gamers winning four times more often. Why? Because Stat Hero eliminates the mystery about who or what you're going to be going up against. In addition to their pick'em games, they also have dozens of lineups you can comb through to take on head-to-head. Stat Hero is the easiest and fastest way to get your sports action fix. This is what Daily Fantasy was meant to be, guys. Sign up for free right now at stathero.com slash locked on and use that promo code locked on for a 100% deposit match. That's stathero.com slash locked on. Use that promo code locked on for a 100% instant match. Terms and conditions apply. Look, guys, this is pretty much the time of year where I've given up on my New Year's resolutions. Not this year, though. I'm sticking to it because I'm using Built Bar and they, it doesn't even feel like it's a New Year's resolution. Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Yes, 100% real chocolate. They're not your mom and dad's protein bars. They taste just like candy bars. Best part is they're low in calorie, high in protein, uh, high in fiber, low in carbs. Compare them to whatever your favorite candy bar is, and these are going to be better for you. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, dozens of net carbs. It's just better for you. Um, and they're going to taste good, too, because of all the amazing flavors Built Bar has, whether it's mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, cookies and cream, whatever it may be. If you think a flavor might be good, they'll make it. It'll be delicious, and it'll be good for you. So go to built to built.com, see what flavors they have available always bringing out limited time flavors. Use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Thanks again for making Locked On Hoosiers your first listen every day, guys. Make sure that you guys checked out the Locked On Bracket Breakdown. Uh, It went live on Monday here on the Locked On Hoosiers podcast feed. College basketball experts Chris Gordy, Andy Patton, and betting expert Lee Sterling gave you guys uh, an in-depth breakdown on every matchup so you can see what they had to say about this potential IU-St. Mary's game as well. We probably shouldn't have waited this long to talk about Jordan Geronimo, but um, Trace deserved a lot of love, but Jordan Geronimo deserves so much credit. Flashback to just a a few days ago, that Illinois game at the end of it, he kind of takes a real awkward step, and it looked really, really bad. And... uh, I, I feared he was done for the season. Non-contact um, knee injuries like that, those are rough, and those are the ones that that usually mean bad things. Fast forward to Tuesday night, and he is Indiana's second-best player on the night. Coming off the bench, Race Thompson was in foul trouble. He really struggled on the night. Uh, Jordan Geronimo did not. 15 points, 7 rebounds, 7 of 11 shooting, had an assist, a block. Uh, he was making a living crashing the offensive glass and, and getting put back dunks. I believe he had three of them. Um, and he was, it was a, a mature performance from him offensively. He was one of the guys that fouled somebody late defensively on a three pointer. Uh, even then, though, you kind of live with it as a young guy. But offensively, 
he kind of positioned himself in the dunker spot on the baseline and got some of the uh, dump off passes, cleaned up the glass a little bit and was huge for IU. This was an IU team. Trace was dominant all night long, but they did not have a second option. Xavier only had 10 points on 12 shots. Uh, He did have seven assists, but just couldn't get going. Uh, Wyoming was really packing the paint and forcing IU to beat them from deep. They went two of 13, so they weren't, IU didn't make them pay at all. But in packing the paint, it the idea was that it would help take away Trace. It didn't. But what it also took away from most of the night was that pick-and-roll offense that Xavier and Trace had, had done so well with um, late in the regular season into Big Ten conference play. When there's so many bodies in the paint like that, uh, Xavier doesn't have anywhere to drive. Trace doesn't have anywhere to roll. And you saw a couple times in that second half when those lanes would close up, it would be Jordan Geronimo with a little dump-off pass because his guy had helped out on Xavier. And Geronimo uh, finished a couple at the rim, really made them pay, knocked down a, a big three-pointer. He w- he had one of the two three-pointers uh, on the day for Indiana. I, I appreciate the confidence he shoots with because he's had some ugly misses in in recent games, but he kept shooting. He, he His last three-pointer was in and out. That one almost fell down too, but um, Wyoming's defense was also fully willing to let Race Thompson or Jordan Geronimo shoot those open threes. He made him pay on that occasion, and every point he had was enormous. Um, it felt like found money to a degree, and that's what you need in a tournament game. You need somebody, a role player, someone to step up. Uh, the idea is that you can rely on your star players. Trace Jackson Davis was certainly reliable on the night, you need help coming from an unexpected source. That was Jordan Geronimo tonight. Um, it may not be him every night. Hopefully, you'll be able to get Xavier Johnson uh, playing a little bit better as well. But Jordan Geronimo was remarkably important on the night and really helped Indiana defensively as well. Uh, he, again, at times got a little overeager. Um, he tried to defend Maldonado at times. He seemed to be the one that lost him, uh, let him get to the hoop a couple times, but he still had a, he had a big block. His block was as impressive as ever um, and had some big rebounds as well. So he competed, did as best as he could, as best as you would want him. He has so much potential. It's easy to continue to throw out the, the OG and Anobi comparisons it's an easy one to make, but he looks so much like him when he's making some of these crazy athletic plays. So, again, I cannot say enough about how huge Jordan Geronimo was in this game. To think just three days ago we thought he was done for the season, and now he, he him and Trace had 44 of IU's 66 points. Uh, they were as important as ever. It's hard to really point out anyone else that that played particularly well on the night. Um, Miller Cop and Parker Stewart both really struggled. Parker Stewart was all right at times defending Maldonado. He seemed to get that primary assignment. I do think that there would have been times when Race Thompson would have defended him. He got in foul trouble so quickly that that never really happened. Parker Stewart had moments where 
where he he forced Maldonado into tor- turnovers. Maldonado looked rough in that game, to say the least. Uh, he kind of got in a bit of a rhythm late, but um, by then it was Wyoming playing catch-up, and they couldn't get the stops they needed. But Stewart was all right at that end. Xavier Johnson, again, only 10 points. Seven assists was nice. He It didn't feel like he was forcing too much. It, it was different than – I always think back to that Wyoming game on the road where – Everything felt like he was forcing up shots at the end of the game. He seemed to understand he didn't really have it on the night and deferred and was a willing passer, set other guys up down the stretch. So uh, still a controlled performance from him, even if he did go 3-12. of 12. He only had two turnovers to seven assists. She'll take that every night. Um, Trey Galloway fouls out. Uh, he never really got into much of a rhythm either. Tamar Bates only played in the first half. Thought he was decent in the first half, but you're asking a lot to put a freshman in that type of environment in the second half. And Woodson typically tightens up the rotations in the second half of games unless somebody is playing exceedingly well like uh, Geronimo was. Finnessy didn't really do anything of note. Uh, defensively, it was going to be tough for him just with how tall Maldonado is. Maldonado was just such this oddball matchup that Xavier and Fennessey couldn't really have the impact that they typically do on that end defensively. Um, hopefully that's not the case with St. Mary's. I don't know a ton about St. Mary's, but uh, hopefully less six, seven guards and Fennessey and Stewart will be able to have a little bit more of an impact. Michael Durr stepped in very briefly in the first half, had a rotation, but he only – he. He had two fouls and no other stats. So um, it was a lot of Trace. It was a lot of Jordan Geronimo. A couple timely baskets here and there, and that was about it for the Hoosiers. But listen, they get the win. That's all it's going to take. I don't really care about uh, how it looks in the long run. So Hoosiers move on to the round of 64. They will take on St. Mary's. Admittedly, I don't know a ton about St. Mary's. Uh, we'll give you a very brief scouting report. And we were we're going to have, I do already have someone lined up to preview St. Mary's tomorrow, but we'll kind of look ahead briefly at what this means for the Hoosiers now. Before we jump into all of that, listen, with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders a part on their computer, choosing only the brand the warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Cut out that middleman. Save some time. Save some money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Uh, Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you could need, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, or even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today and find the solution for your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com, see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure you write uh, locked on in their how did you hear about us section so that they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car is ever going to need. RockAuto.com. 
Hoosiers now have a very, very quick turnaround to Portland. So quick. Listen, I didn't complain about this a ton because I didn't want to get ahead of myself. The idea that Indiana is in Dayton, they're not going to leave the building till probably 1 a.m. Uh, it's 1230 as I record this after the game. Um, they're not going to leave the building until about 1 a.m. And they have, assuming they leave at 1 a.m., they will have a practice in Portland 19 hours later. They have a full flight across the country they're going to have to do. And then practice in the arena th- or Wednesday afternoon, Wednesday evening. Silly. Nonsense. NCAA doesn't care about the players. They never have. This is your latest example of it. It's just a frustrating uh, situation that Indiana is in when they didn't need to be. You could switch things around and Indiana could be in Pittsburgh or somewhere closer. It's senseless to, to schedule these teams in Dayton on a Tuesday and in Portland on a Thursday and then ever claim that you care about the kids. Rant over. The Hoosiers are heading to Portland to take on St. Mary's. They'll play Thursday at 7.20 p.m. Uh, St. Mary's finished the year 16th in Ken Palm rating. (laughs) The early sign is that this might be another rock fight because uh, St. Mary's is ninth in the country in defensive rating. They are fourth in offensive rebound percentage, so I don't know that the Hoosiers will have the same uh, type of advantage uh, crashing the glass offensively that they did on Tuesday. Um, where they do, where the Hoosiers could find success is St. Mary's is one of the worst teams in the country at putting guys on the line. So could be a decent amount of free throws for Trace and Xavier Johnson. This is going to be another slow game though. They are 338th in adjusted tempo. Uh, we just played a slow game that, that kind of, I, I won't even say kind of that plays into IU's hands, but, um, don't expect anything to pick up in intensity here. Uh, This is going to be another slow one. St. Mary's obviously in the West Coast Conference. Not a crazy hard schedule outside of the obvious in Gonzaga. Um, Their next best win after that looks to be against San Francisco, who is also a tournament team. I mean, granted, they beat Gonzaga at home. That's a huge win. Gonzaga is the number one team in Ken Palm, one of the best teams in the country, maybe the best team in the country. So that one's a big win, but outside of that, uh, they have a win over Notre Dame, a three-point win comparable to IU's. They have a win over Oregon. Uh, They have a win over um, Missouri State at home. Like, the West Coast Conference wasn't great this year. They have a win at BYU, who was 48th in Ken Palm. They lost to Wisconsin by six, to give you another idea. Uh, IU competed well with Wisconsin. They lost to Colorado State. Um, They lost to San Diego State. Those are all teams that Wyoming just played as well. So it'll be interesting. I don't know a ton about them, uh, which is why we're going to have um, locked on. We're going to have the locked on Gonzaga host. Uh, Obviously, he is much more familiar with them than we are. Andy Patton will come in and join us for tomorrow's episode. 
He says he's watched them more than a handful of times this year. Uh, I think he said about a dozen times. So he's going to be much, much more familiar with them than we will ever be. We'll get a better sense of uh, what how the Hoosiers stack up in that one and what the chances of a 12-4 upset is because – Listen, honestly, I can say I did not look I didn't look forward at all past this Wyoming game. So I don't I I don't know how many people are predicting a 12-4 upset. I don't even know. I do know UCLA would be the team that they might play if they win this, but we're truly going one game at a time here. Let's start. It's a 12-5 upset, not 12-4. Sorry, it's almost 1 in the morning. But uh the Hoosiers got to win. That's what ma- that that's what matters tonight. We get to move on. We get to preview another game, and we will do that on tomorrow's episode. Thanks again, guys, for making Locked On Hoosiers your first listen every day. Now, make your second listen Locked On NFL Draft. Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker bring the NFL Draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. It's going to be an exciting week, guys. It's going to include more NCAA tournament coverage, men's and women's. Women's team will play this weekend as well. So be sure to follow us on Twitter to join those halftime spaces. Subscribe so you don't miss any of these podcasts this week. Leave a rating and review while you're there. Helps us out a ton. That'll do it for us today, guys. Make sure you have a great Wednesday, and most importantly, Elio.